Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Running Commentary, it's the third of our uh, Edinburgh Comedians Runs, and we're with Mark Watson. Mark Watson. Hello, yeah, Mark Watson is absolutely right. Hero of the French... We could say that. French legend. French legend. We could definitely say that. coming, I think. Yeah, Yeah, we can say that. Yeah. Yeah, You come here a lot and you do really well and you have fun here. And And you've done... What's the longest show you've ever done? Let's not mince words. I am... uh, The phrase living legend is overused, but just occasionally... Maybe the prince. The prince of the French. The prince I quite like. (laughs) Unless that means I'm going to die of a massive (laughs) drug overdose. Now, uh, allegedly. Was it an overdose? Sorry. (laughs) To be fair. Uh, I think a short illness is probably... Unless it means I'm going to die after a glittering pop career and a short illness yeah. yeah there you go that's more like uh, it. 36 we'll, we'll hours 36 hours was the longest is I that a world done. record I think at the time it was but you sometimes get these Americans that uh, do it but they sort of approach it differently really they just kind of do routines over and over again like there was a there was a, a period where a lot of Americans were doing it just for the hell of breaking the record right right. whereas um, my ones like were filibustering filibustering exactly yeah. my ones were more about uh, sort of shambolic Collaborations, really. Was that, that 36 hours was 10 years ago. That's a bit of a young man's game, I think, the old day and a half. I limit myself to sort of so did you, 27, 29 did you, these did days. Did you compare that for 36 hours? I mean, I mean what? I'm on stage what? pretty much <laughs> throughout. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy. It's not, yeah, you wouldn't exactly call it comparing. No, I'm just, just existing. I just exist for right. that period. That's probably the only truthful description you can... Right. Yeah, and it's certainly long, not all comedy. What's the longest run you've ever done? Um, a half marathon, I suppose. Okay. I've never made the step up to... Uh, I keep uh, I keep telling myself it's about time to do the actual marathon, but I'm, I'm sure that a marathon would be easier than doing comedy for 36 hours. I'm just sure it would be. Well, I t- it's certainly over quicker. Not many yeah. people run 36 hours for a marathon, do they? No. I thought, no, I, I think always, they start. They reopen the roads. I think by then <laughs> they have to. Yeah, I always wonder if there's anyone still out for this sort of toddling along when the roads reopen. Yeah. Like, I suppose it's quite hard to get lost because there's quite a lot of yeah. other runners. But there's always some story about someone that's 85 and they've taken still a whole day to do it. Yeah. Did it in an old-fashioned deep sea divers outfit and took six days. I mean, that's when I see people doing it in, in outfits. I think. Surely this is hard enough, isn't it? Like, yeah, I that's right. So, yeah. I even think that with 10Ks and stuff, you see someone that's a frog or yeah. whatnot, and you you think it's very hot just 
running anyway. Running. Yeah. You, you would have yeah. noticed that. But yeah, I've always, I think the thing is with a half marathon, you can sort of um, get away with it. Yeah, not it's, it's not a massive training. time commitment, is it? The marathon needs exactly. a bit longer. Exactly, with a marathon, it's not so much the actual race, it's the, the months that people seem to put into yeah. Yeah. Uh, drilling us. I don't know. Although I do one of my psychological things with an upcoat with an incipient marathon is to say to myself, well, it's just a morning's run. Really. Yeah, that's It'll the thing. It'll be done by lunchtime. The it, is, idea. it is, yeah. 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 The actual idea of the, like, four, four and a half hours of running, it's not, that's not the end of the world. It's more those 17-mile... Trail runs yeah, yeah, yeah. in the January. It's, 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 there's a real yeah. correlation with Edinburgh. Now, so I think, oh, it's just an hour in Edinburgh. It's just a couple of weeks in Edinburgh. But it is six months preparation. Exactly. Then a month of shows, and then four months getting over it. Even if that end of the fringe is the end of that show. Yeah, know? that's right. It's quite a good correlation actually, because uh, you know it looks like uh, if Edinburgh goes well, it looks like a sort of a fairly effortless hour of entertainment, but. It's been gained through months of pain in the same way that a marathon has, basically. Yeah, yeah. To be that fair, the, the support for the marathon's probably probably better than it is. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, I mean, your sense of adulation. I saw him at 13, <laughs> and it all seemed a bit hacky it, and obvious. Yeah, yeah. I think that <laughs> marathon runners would find it hard to keep going if, like us, that, that every idea mile of, or so somebody could say, it's all right, but there's better out there. <laughs> that idea of just it's being good. supported just for doing it isn't as strong in Edinburgh, is it? No, <laughs> at least he did it, you know. I think it's, it's all about the doing. People don't generally gather outside your venues and cheer you just for getting yeah, to the yeah, venue yeah, no. yeah. that's where Come the correlation fuck. in all seriousness I, I don't like that in comedy when people do you know you do, it, to, I don't think it ever really abides in the face of actual audiences but there is this sense of particularly among well there's a lot of male comics aren't there Yes, there's a kind of masculine thing, and sometimes I met some Americans who were like this. I'm not saying it's an American thing, but they just seem to ride on the sheer um, chutzpah, if you, for want of a better word, or for want of a better pronunciation of a word. I've never learned how to pronounce that. <laughs> I, I only ever write it down. They're just running on the sheer gall of being a comedian, like they've done something really brave and yeah. amazing, rather than something basically lazy and selfish. Yeah, that's right. There's very little glory uh, to being a comedian if you look at the sort of uh, social function. It, well, except you did you entertain the troops and stuff a lot, didn't you, Tonks? But there's one like useful aspect of comedy, I suppose, is that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here whoa, we go. Whoa, whoa. Line in the sand. Yeah, it's not about glory. <laughs> it's about we're there to provide a comment on. It's a valid function. We're oh, a release yeah. valve for society. We're journalists. No, I agree. We're not that. journalists. <laughs> we're seers. We're co- we're we're. We're fools. We're like, prophets yeah. and idiots yeah, yeah, and whatever. No, it's true. Okay. I mean, a good it's, not of, uh, it's not necessarily glory, but, it, but let's not say it's not necessary. Oh no, it, no, I no, agree. I, 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 I do agree. It's got quite but a lot of value. I don't but, um, think there's any uh, conflict with what I'm saying about. It doesn't mean that there's any. Just by choosing to do it, you haven't made a brave decision. Not necessarily. No. 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 Yeah, it depends on your. It's home. also the function of a quite a comfy society that we exist in the first place, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it really you know, is. If life's that tough, you don't tend to get comics. You know, it's not a first world problem. It's a first world career choice. Yeah. You don't have a yeah. lot. You don't hear a lot about the, like the Kosovo stand-up scene, for example. Yeah, the, no. the Aleppo open mic circuit isn't no, so strong at the moment. And if they are doing that, I shouldn't think they're fretting as much as we do about <laughs> whether the no, exactly. And there's a bravery to that when you do do it. You know, being a being a stand-up in Moscow under Stalin was quite a bold decision. Yeah, yeah that's the fact. You, you went to Siberia, and it wasn't the moment. It kind of amuses me when uh, certain comedians here get get props for being uh, edgy and dangerous because. The most dangerous you can be here as a comic is still basically just writing angry think pieces in the Guardian. Yes. Or like, well, yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. you see, you'd like to see these. There's people. no real danger. There's very They're little real danger. Them. I suppose when Brodkin occasionally, yeah, you he know, takes, takes risks. On, that, yeah. that is actual. 
Yeah, yeah. you can say that is cash at an oligarch. That's a genuine form of protest comedy, exactly. Yeah, but someone doing a, however, um, angry a leftist rant to a room full of people who virtually all agree yeah. Yeah. is not that edgy, I think, really. Well, uh, uh, and this is a different kind of thing, but a good corollary to that at the moment. The band I'm in are covering common people at late in life, and it goes well, everyone loves the song. Yeah. But someone in the audience pointed out on the first night, he said, of course, there aren't any common people here. This is an entirely middle-class scenario. Yeah, the song is probably about us rather than for us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But yeah. still moving, nevertheless. Oh, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Exactly, that's it. As we project all over it. I mean, yeah. Yes, the nice thing about art is that no one gets to uh, own it, really. Yeah. You can't stop. I always think that was, uh, Cameron got a lot of stick for saying that he was into the Smiths and Johnny Marr tried to officially say you can't, you can't be a Smiths fan. And of, course of course he can be. Yeah. Of course yeah, he can, can be. Wants, Anyone can be. <laughs> yeah. And that's if, his journey. in North Korea, mate. You're allowed no, to... No, if you make something and put it out there, then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. literally anyone's allowed to yeah. consume Although it. I've yeah. heard that the North Korean stand-up scene actually is on the up and up. Really? Some good uh, clubs. Jeff Whiting's got some gigs out there. Whiting's got a couple, I believe, yeah. But you've got to yeah. drive. Yeah. You've either got to drive yeah. or sometimes <laughs> if, it's 50 quid, but you do get a helicopter pilot. <laughs> yeah. And Jeff will be there to see you. About and it's Jimmy Carr's favourite room, apparently. He loves it. <laughs> Jimmy always stormed that room, yeah. <laughs> How, how's, your, how's your festival going there, Mark? Are you enjoying it? It's you been really fun? nice so far. You're always reluctant to say things are going too well, because it does have a way of... Uh, Bringing you down, just like the weather. It just so much like the weather. It, yeah. yeah, but I'd say the so. We say as we turn right across the links into the wind, into a towards the castle. It's sort of Edinburgh wind. Yeah, pretty mean over there. It's quite atmospheric, though, isn't it? You always forgive yeah. Edinburgh for this There's bullshit weather because of uh, it's Bronte-esque. There's a drama to the landscape as well. It really is. And yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, Arthur's seat there. You've only got a glance up at Arthur's seat there. It is. Uh, it's a lovely place to run in a lot of ways. Yeah. Do you do well, a lot of running when, you, when you're here then or what? Um, I've been trying to do a fair bit this year. I've got the kids coming up in a bit. Right. And once they're here... Do so you want to catch them? I'll have very little... Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> I need to be in good shape <laughs> in case they get away. Uh, so while in the, in the portion of the fringe that is, as it were, my own time... Right. I'm trying to keep... I also I wanted to go right from the outset and do it. I think with Edinburgh you want to set yourself good standards of like eating fairly well yeah. uh, going for runs just yeah. doing basic things Start, to hold your life starting well at least yeah. I think so yeah, yeah because you know that a lot of that is going to disintegrate eventually well before I had children I had an Edinburgh when I came up and I just I wasn't trim like I am these days but I'd lost a bit of weight I was on a, I was on a good phase and uh, I did a sober Edinburgh and I did yoga every day a fully sober Edinburgh yeah and I never and I did I yoga I was said day. to be impossible yeah that's right I, I, it seems impossible from here did to they, me did they put a Plaque up on your accommodation when you yeah, left. Right. Oh, yeah. A comedian yeah, did not drink here <laughs> in the month of August. It was quite a sarcastic plaque. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is, yeah. That's great, mate. And did you yeah, notice, a, children did you notice a difference in the. Did you have a better festival? Well, I d- was I it think more manageable sort of emotionally? Mentally, yeah. I do think, genuinely, purely in terms of physicality, the one thing that will break you on the heavy schedule that is a festival is the drinking. There's no doubt about it, yeah. You know, that's what, because you can handle everything else. It's just talking for an hour here and there. Even if you go 36 hours, it's still. No, it's still, the, it is still true. Physically, you can hack it, but. Yeah. And mentally. And when you add well. to the fact that you can let in, you know, that the psychological game is quite a tough one. Yes, you know, it, it alcohol does not tough, help yeah. with that, obviously. No, no so that's right. I've been aware for years that alcohol does not help your psychological equilibrium. But here I am, 
Yeah. <laughs> well done. Even now, starting to think about the glass of wine that I'll have later. Yeah, well, the trouble with running and wine, it does balance each other out so beautifully. Oh, it's a bit all back we love It's that. such we a great yin and yang situation. Absolutely. We basically, the whole yeah. this podcast, long term listeners will know that me and Paul basically, it's a confessional. You know, we'll yeah. meet on a Monday and say, what did you drink at the weekend? Yeah, that's good. I think that's yeah. healthy. Especially for. If I'm relieved to hear that you do drink because. Uh, Sometimes when people get really into running, they start to abstain from pretty much everything. Yeah, right? uh, well, hungover running is where it all began for me, but the further you go, the harder it gets to sustain that balance. Yeah. I'll just go left. Did we talk running. about this? Is there like a marathon where you, you have drinks along the way or something? We were going to do, but right. it fell through the marathon de Madoc. Yeah. We, we, we'd signed up for that, but something went wrong with it. So, yeah, uh, possibly Brexit-related. It sounds like a story. ludicrous idea, but yeah. Yeah, like obviously good quite fun, charming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but we always used to run on a Monday... And I'm a big Sunday drinker. Yeah. Because Friday, Saturdays is work sort of thing. So yeah, Sunday's but a Sunday, Sunday there, afternoon into the evening. Red wine on a Sunday is a Catholic thing, isn't it? It is. Just, they just started it, yeah. <laughs> We're merely following it. You just get into it. It's just sort of lazy Sunday oh, drink. We miss this light. We get to stand here a minute. So you both started running on Mondays in the full grip of a hangover. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, originally the, the, I went on a running machine after a gig in Southampton uh, at a gym attached to the hotel from Southampton Jonglers years ago when I just started getting fit and I was doing you know I was planning to do five minutes walking five minutes running and that kind of tenacity and lack of imagination that you get from uh, here we go. The, oh here we go I was going to get a picture of us waiting but we're not waiting anymore um, you know I just got on that running machine and I walked and ran for 40 minutes and I was so amazed at myself I've never looked back you can, yeah. you can run through hangovers can't you as well you can make it, as long as it's not too bad you yeah know. you can it can be as with bad mental moods, it, uh, running can be a surprisingly effective cure for a, a real tonic. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Just, boost. Afterwards, you can't often remember the things you were fixating on before. That's yeah. what a lot of people say. That, you know, they like to run to sort of uh, think things through. But it's almost the opposite for me. I don't really think about anything. While yeah, I'm yeah, absolutely. Purely think about the actual running. Here we go. Yeah. Your whole life just reduces and, and slips away, doesn't it? Yeah, which and is I think that's true. Nice. I think we said it before. I think that um, whatever thing you've got in your life, no matter how good or how bad it is, whatever it is kind of gets further away from you kind of sl- yeah. slap, slap it contextualises like it all doesn't yeah. it yeah you can almost literally see it getting further away as you run yeah. from yeah. it it's a funny thing which means I suppose that you can use running as a way of um, kind of uh, avoiding fleeing problems yeah. avoiding yeah, yeah. Right. but again I'm very uncomfortable with that running yeah, yeah, away yeah. from them and it becomes something you lean on you know I get really desperate these days when I don't run yeah, you know, my first few days of Edinburgh have been pretty uh, heavy schedule. And as a result, I didn't run for three days. You do get twitchy, don't no, you? I was panicking, panicking a little bit. It's really good. I suppose, yeah, of the things you can be addicted to and feel withdrawal symptoms from, running's not too I bad. I think it's one of yeah. the best. I think it's better than, for example, heroin. Heroin, was yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's the first one that comes to mind, isn't it? it? In this city, it certainly is, yeah. <laughs> well, they're both yeah. readily available. They're both readily available, <laughs> and there'll be comedians that have got <laughs> hooked on both. Yeah. Yeah. This is the place. Um, I've never done heroin, I have to say, but... I, I gather it is a bit never of a jacked up skag. Hab, I've, never, I've never, never gone for I've the heard it's skag. a bit Moorish. <laughs> I've heard it's, it does get quite a... It's like a Pringles, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep I've also it. heard that there's just no downside. Yeah, yeah me too. That, that's Absolutely not. No. People always say it's the, the one consequence-free pleasure in life, don't they? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Well, we could get into, going back to uh, class and Edinburgh, you could get into that, couldn't you? In the 80s, though, when they were advertising about her and the massive implication was that... Um, it was a working class thing. It's the guy at the bus stop saying, I, I just got a touch of flu today, which forgave another generation of middle class would be rock stars. Yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> 
in a way that led the, uh, to the tragedy of Amy Winehouse. I might be oversimplifying. So where, yeah. where are you at? Well, Winehouse has got a complex discussion point in her own right, isn't she? <laughs> it's a tragic yes. film, isn't it? The, the Winehouse. I haven't film. seen it. I want to see it, it's but awful. I, yeah. I haven't watched it's brilliant, it. Brilliant, but it's awful because obviously you know the end. Yeah, but it's, yeah, uh, it's surprising how upsetting it can be. Yes, given that you know the end, almost more so. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is tinged with this she tragedy. Was so talented, actually, and vulnerable one. There's the vulnerability yeah, and the uh, sort of the sense that um, people, not just the media, but we as a public will push people that bit further than yeah. we will keep pushing until they actually. You we sort of want to see them break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. somehow yeah. as a public, yeah. we want to. We want that tragic payoff. That's shock of life because what you really want to believe is that awareness leads to learning. In yeah, all, in all contexts, you know. But if that was it's true, the same thing yeah. with George Best. Um, well, well, it's playing out with Gascoigne now, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it feels as if that's a certain section. It's not even a section of the public; just a certain section of our public psyche. Yeah, wants the story to be finished with Gascoigne completing it's this. A shame, isn't it? Tragic, Utter, it's, it's, utterly tragic. It's terrifying. Yeah, and there's nothing. There's nothing you can do about it uh, no. because even all these campaigns don't buy the don't buy the sun, don't read these papers. Even in the act of trying to do that, you're only drawing more attention to it. No, and when it comes down to it, you can't enforce the morality on, on, on me. No, that's not got true. it, and it won't have it. It's always faking it. And, and enough people read those papers anyway, not bothered at all. They don't, they don't care. Well, about that's the other yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. They're not it's in on the campaigns. Do you no, know? no, no that's right. You're, you're, you're purely just reminding each other not to buy the yes. sandwich, which is yeah. not yeah. very effective. Classic yeah. Facebook. The lovely thing about it is that it, everyone seems to agree with you, but it means it's kind of meaningless. Exactly. It's what people have started to realise about Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. And it's why things like yeah, the Brexit vote or the Tories getting in are yeah. very poorly predicted by uh, Twitter. <laughs> they were both mirror images of each other, both those events, weren't yeah. they? Just completely... Who's voting yeah. Conservatives? Because no one on here is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it turns out Who voted for Brexit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just you have to keep reminding yourself that that's a... It's not the world. It's quite a long way away from being the world, yeah. Yeah. Even Facebook, which has maybe got... It's sort of less of a media... It feels a bit more community, yeah. It does, but it's still... Yeah. There's still a hell of a lot of people well, who... the trouble is that Facebook in general is probably pretty... Uh, um, diverse, but one's own Facebook. It always skewed is towards a world one's, that, that yeah. mirrors you. Yeah. yeah, really, you need to have five thousand Facebook friends that you hate to get a sort of well, accurate. I, I've yeah, almost that's got what real that. life is like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've yeah. almost got that because I I just take anyone on Facebook. Do you? Yeah. I just like I'll follow anyone. Yeah, so my feed's just full of people who I don't know. See, that's interesting. I'm sort of the same with Twitter. I try and follow quite a wide spectrum, including people that, that you don't whose views agree I, with I don't agree yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, it's not, it inevitably still ends up being... Uh, it's never going to be objective. It's only natural no. to skew at people who actually want to listen to us. Yeah, because that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, In the yeah. end, you stop following these people because you just can't bear them anymore. Yeah, yeah and also, yeah. if you assume you're going to disagree with them, then you don't learn anything from that. Yeah, that's also Facebook true, yeah. actually has algorithms to stop you doing what you're doing, Paul. It's like, you know, the ones you agree with, the ones you like, it automatically show you pushes them towards you more yeah get rid of the other ones yeah it's really almost like Facebook's engineered to make you feel more popular and more in the majority than you ever are yeah it's wonderful it's look how well it's exactly. doing exactly it's worked <laughs> it's really worked but Thanks isn't it Facebook. great though when you when you block someone on Facebook when you realise I don't actually have to have this in my feed every day yeah. this thing that's really annoying me very much so. it's, it's just quite liberating isn't the same it? with Twitter yeah, yeah. It, it's remarkable how um I don't have to do How this. Unimportant yeah. <laughs> that you suddenly are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get that when you go on holiday? But I had that. I um, we were going on a family holiday. And we said we're going to go completely off the grid for a week, and then about a week before we went, my phone broke. 
and I couldn't do any messages. And this whole wonderful monkish dream of going off the grid, I suddenly said, I don't want to do that. Hang on, I'm off the grid now, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I feel like I don't exist. I yeah. feel like a tree that fell over in the forest. People often talk about uh, people that have done this. They always say you have to cut through that initial bit where you're terrified yeah. and then you experience this enormous liberation. Should we keep running or get an ice cream? Ice cream. Uh, at this stage, you've got to say it's a tough gig for the ice cream man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still out there. So That's the ice cream man that says, yeah, people, as my family still quote, from coup to corn on the side. <laughs> I, every stage of it has been personally overseen by that man. Yeah, by a so Scott. where are you at where you're running at the minute then, Mark? What sort well, of... Um, what, what, what got you back in? Were you into it as a kid? Were you yeah, I was into it as sort of as a, a student, I think. But right. like with anything you do as a student, you sort of uh, you pick it up and put it down again quite a lot. So yeah. I never really had a plan. And then, um, then there was a long period where I didn't really do it in my 20s. And especially... Same here. Yeah. I used to... Uh, uh, or if I did it, it was, yeah, again, as a whimsical thing. It's really just the past few years. My uh, sister... Uh, sister's run this charity in there so we, uh, four of us decided to do it right Bristol Half Marathon for that yeah. and uh, that felt like quite a daunting um, distance but despite not being in shape at all I did find that uh, you can pick it back up again surprisingly quickly running um, yeah it's, it's like not, you've got a sense memory haven't you that yeah never quite forgets. and also I think even if you're unfit it's a good exercise so you get fit very quickly yeah exactly the, the road back to being able to run was not as hard as I imagined Run. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I think when you're older, running is a good exercise as well. Yeah, it's you're more leathery and less springy. It's a good thing. Yeah, because it's uh, so much of it is about, like you said, tenacity and just bloody mindedness, basically. Yes. Yeah. And in many ways, the things that have got me through the uh, the marathon shows are uh, are a bit like running. But yeah. yes, it it, there are periods where it's not that good, but you just keep doing it nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Again, like Edinburgh. <laughs> so yeah, after that half marathon, which was. Uh, Six years ago now, I I thought 
this is a springboard now to have a, a for running to be a really good thing for me and I, I've done a few half marathons since a few 10k's yeah but what is difficult is with the small kids and stuff it's uh, nearly impossible to impose a proper routine and also with the sort of job we do of course yeah very hard to say I'll always do it on a Wednesday or a Friday or whatever it is something will always come up yeah. but I'm trying to do two or three you're like five, five, four, five k type sort of runs a week now. Yeah, enough to just feel. The good I got thing to a guy on a train, and he was saying he ran a lot less than me, and he was kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, being modest about it as people tend to. But I kind of drew him out, and he was a good runner. He was into it. It was really steady. He just kind of so happened that he wasn't doing the miles. And what we got to was that what he said, and I think he's right. Is there's a huge difference between running twice a week and running three times a week? Yeah, because three times a week it feels like it's an ongoing part of your life. Exactly. Yeah. And two is dabbling. Even if you're doing like the same amount of miles. Yeah. Somehow it's more about the regularity as an activity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm trying to get to. Make sure it's always three because, uh, yeah, it's true. That anything you do twice a week still goes down as kind of a more of a hobby or something. You want it to be a continual force. There's a sense of dabbling, isn't there? Yeah. It's, it's, it's really uh, time efficient running, though, isn't it? Well, that's you, know, you thing, run yeah. for half an hour, you've run for half an hour. It's not like anything yeah, you else. Have gone somewhere. You don't have to go somewhere to do Got it. Ready. So, so it's, it's easy to just chip in. You know, you can give up your gym membership like I did. Don't cost money. Yeah. You no, can go the, in your rubbish old shorts. No, there's a purity about running, which is really. And I, but also, the time efficient thing is a, is a real thing as well. I see people that do a zumba class or something they've got to get themselves there get changed for it i mean i yeah. suppose you've got to get changed for running they've but like you say you can just that music they've also got to be, that music be with other people who like zumba work out what yeah. zumba is yeah, yeah. work out what zumba is it's just um a lot of uh yeah a lot of the other things people do to exercise um improved decisions should we shorten our second week or should we repeat should we go back up the hill let's go back up mate let's go yeah, back let's up do it again. yeah yeah Very there's good. just as you say, there's something about running that you can start pretty much the moment you decide you're going to do it. Oh, it's, it's doing fantastic it. You're off, for that. Yeah. yeah. And it's lovely. You do know that. You know, there's a there's a feeling of it. I mean, we talked about this. We were talking about this with uh, Jason Byrne, the fact that he's doing a prop show, which is a great clowny, fun thing. It makes real sense. But I was um, self-deprecating about guitar and pedals because running is like comedy. There's a purity to it. And I bet this relates to your long shows as well. Is that sense that you can just do it. Yeah, you can just do it. And it's... It's uh, it it is what it is, as they say. Like yeah. even a quite unpleasant or bad run, you've still done that run. Um, so it's not like like uh, certainly a lot of things like uh, yoga or yeah, zumba. I suppose all those things require quite a bit of discipline to even learn the skills. Yeah, and to and get something out of it. There are people around you that are going to be better at it. Yeah. But that's the other thing with running. It doesn't really bother you if people are no. better. Like if you go to these. Partly because of the volume of runners, I suppose. If you do a half marathon, it's going to be several hundred range, people who are. Yeah, yeah it's not like you're actually. You're probably not going to win it unless you're. And there's also going to be people that can barely even walk it. Yeah, yeah. there'll so, always be basically people in front of you and behind you. Yeah, yeah. again, like life. And the yin and yang of it. Yeah, and, uh, it's nice. So take us back to your first half marathon. How was it? What was that? What was that experience? It was surprisingly enjoyable. I think that's why it made me think this is something I could really. Uh, I was doing it with my. Yeah, my brother and two sisters. The, the brother at the time was a real uh, exercise fanatic. So he, he set us a, a, a quite a quick pace, but obviously doing something, uh, doing a first run like that alongside someone is yeah. quite... Uh, plus, you can see why so many people do run uh, for charities. Yeah. Because, um, Sorry, this is us going up the hill. 
Well, you. I'm running back. It's nice to have documentary evidence. Yes, actually. <laughs> it's yeah. um, actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, knew, I couldn't do it though. We nearly ran into each other then. That was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so your charity. Oh, yeah, something about. And because it was my sister's quite, quite a small charity, you just. Um, What's the charity? Uh, it's called the Moldova Project, and they. Uh, they match kids in orphanages in Moldova up with sponsors over here. Okay. It's very good, but it's quite um, a Small. sort of cottage charity, yeah. yeah. So that we had a real sense that uh, a few hundred quid would be would make a difference. Quite a good use, yeah. yeah. Which, Which is really nice, isn't it? Tough yeah. feeling. Yeah. It is. It just in terms of powering your your run, there was a there was a sense that uh, a sense of sort of. A good cause behind it was just sort of yeah, yeah. an impetus exactly. But then, after a while, um, I started to realise I was pretty much enjoying it just for the sake of it, and uh, I didn't. Partly, Bristol is quite, a, I think, quite an easy one as they go because it's a very flat. Nearly all of it is just basically a road race, right? Yeah. And then the last couple of miles, they dick about with you, and even it's one of those ones where you, it finishes in the city centre, and even though you can. See the finish line. It never comes. Oh, You're no. forced to go around all sorts of unbelievable parks. Similar to the Royal Parks, yeah. 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 You think, oh, I'm, oh, I'm nearly finished, I can see Big Ben here. Yeah. But whatever it is, but in actual fact, they've got they've got you like a rat in a maze yeah. for over three miles <laughs> yeah. or so after that. Elusive <laughs> finish. So the last bits of the uh, of that first half marathon were uh, very tough. But I did the the feeling of euphoria finishing it was Quite considerable, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, really, and he, I still get it every every time as well. Even a 10k or something, just yes, yes, the feeling of finishing a, a race. It's well, like a kind of like 10k, which we've all done. So uh, I think of like you get it yeah. with any race, but with a marathon as well. You you're running in order to stop running, sort of. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not irony. It always strikes you at some point. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The race yeah. that I can't wait really to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. well, that is life, isn't it? It's like finishing a crossword. Yeah. It's like, well, that's amazing. Well, that has gone. Yeah. Like, the moment of triumph is simultaneous with the moment of, of futility. Of basically. Futility. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. If you start looking at anything that way, you can basically make out that it's pointless. The same thing, you know. Be relief in a way when the yeah. festival's hey, over. Look, sorry, I took a photo of you guys running in front of the seat just oh, now. Yeah. Now the sun's come out, so yeah, I'm going to get a comparable photo if I can. You keep running. It's like the bit in, Mo- in Comet and Moominland where the Hemulin has been collecting botanical specimens, and then he uh, he's got them all, and he's really disappointed because, and they're like, "Why are you disappointed? You got them all." And then Moominchol gets it, and he says, "Ah, I see. So you were a collector, and now you're just an owner." Exactly. Yeah, funny, isn't it? And I guess that is why people get so into some like running because you immediately then start looking for another half marathon. Or but yeah, I, yeah, I, I never get that feeling after a marathon of meaninglessness when I finish it. No, I, I always feel something's different at the end. Yeah, it's I a feel big, there's been a yeah. bit of a change. There's You've something through a door. Yeah, there's something think, about it. I think that's partly what I want to run a marathon. You should before. do it. You'd love I, it. I You'd absolutely yeah, love you it. Should totally do it. Yeah, everyone that do does London, that as well. It's amazing. It's an incredible says Everyone that has done it, pretty much. Always recommends the experience. Yeah, uh, and if you do London for your charity, it will it will change your life a little bit. That's the yeah. wonderful thing. You think, well, everyone's done it, so it won't, but it will, and it does every time. I mean, I've done it four times. How many times have you done London, Paul? I've done it five times. Yeah, and it doesn't. It's never like, oh yeah, they've been there, done that. It's no, never I, that. I, I it's always amazing. Yeah. It's too <laughs> it's too long a piece of work to ever feel like that about. Yeah, I suppose exactly. like four hours or whatever on you, essentially on your own like that. Is, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody decides. <laughs> For those of you listening, there is a bit of running chaos there. Just barging each other into trees. That if someone beautiful. had gone down there, there could have been a disqualification. <laughs> yeah. That could have been a Zola bad moment. But I do think, absolutely, the only thing that I've found that is uh, 
where there's that sense of losing something from finishing a marathon was, and it took ages for me to realise it, is I think when I ran a really fast time in the Yorkshire Marathon, kind of slightly unexpectedly, um, my uh, attitude to my training dropped off afterwards and I didn't even notice because you felt that I was you, resting on my lawn. You had probably nailed that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And instead of maintaining fitness or getting better, I was getting less and less fit. Yeah, it's interesting. Without even noticing. It's another great thing about running. You can pretty much, you can constantly uh, reassess the, your, your goals, I suppose. You're, yeah. You can keep setting the bar higher for yourself, basically forever. Yeah. Although as you get older, I think it's part of the human condition. I suppose you must you, you do. do yeah. you, you get slower, but you can still just do different events. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and that's the kind of Murakami thing, is this sense of getting older and getting slower and getting better at the same time. Yeah. Kind of tuning it in. But that's, just, that's just the delusion of age, isn't it? You can't, you can't get slower and better. Well, I suppose you, you can get, get more average experience. You could do it slower, but do it in a more satisfying yeah, 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 way. Totally, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, that is a good lesson for that was comedians. The pure, that yeah. was the pure Tonkinson athlete talking. Though. It's like, but if you're going slower, you're worse. You're going to lose, yeah. Well, no, he, and he, I do he, get that as well. Yeah. It's true about um, It's a good lesson for comedians, I think, as well. We've all done a lot of... Uh, a lot of miles now and a lot of gigs yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and it, you do start to realise that you probably are uh, still getting better in terms of your actual craft I but, think but, there's but a comedy you, you can get better as you get slower yes yeah. I think yeah. and you slow down with age but, but that can be uh, 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 but you can communicate better yeah, yeah luckily comedy is one of the few things that does actually reward you for for keeping going over in running I think distance does that as well I mean we talked to it's amazing the number of kind of triathletes and distance runners who didn't even start doing it until they're in their 30s yeah that is interesting and they're literally getting world records and stuff yeah which is heartening is there meant to be a peak age like beyond which you're certain to start getting slow or is it I guess it's different for everyone depends how much you've run it's accepted about mid 30s yeah you won't get much quicker whatever it is it's in the past for all of us that's the key thing yeah we're all past it no but in terms of of our trajectories as runners yeah that's still right. in the future because we haven't trained that hard yet or whatever do you know yeah, I mean, well, we've got a good you know a few years left of yeah, getting quicker if you want to if you want to train I, I think so i think that, that i could probably be i could be working much harder in terms of actual regularity of, yeah all of it yeah you've got to measure it by how many years you've yes, done the thing yeah, rather than well, i think paul speaking from direct experience right now i mean you're running your training is heavier than it has been for a while. It is, yeah. You've just got a really convincing parkrun PB, a really good marathon time, and I think you've half a mind to run a sub-three marathon this year. Yeah, yeah, I think and it's so. within the realms of possibility. Yeah. I mean, that is fast. Now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your quickest? Um, well, my, quick, my quickest, Rob's is 3.15, isn't it? 3.14, no, 3.14, mine's 3.9. <laughs> I mean, that is fast, yeah. Yeah. Nice. What's yours? This year or was it previous? 309? 309, yeah. And Where you got within this. That was in London, yeah. No, but, I'm, but I'm fitter now than I was then. I, think I was going to say, because that was a long time ago, but you pretty much matched it this year. Yeah, and I'm hoping to run faster in the, in the autumn. But, right. but so you, you never know. Three hours is potentially... I think the potential is three hours, yeah. But, um, but you just don't know, because a marathon does weird things. You, yeah, can, get to, you can get to 22 and yeah. there's things we know and there's things we don't know. There's yeah, things yeah, we yeah. don't know we don't know. And yeah, uh, it's like good, good for life. Get that, to 23 that. miles and everything can change. I mean, yeah. I think when I did Berlin, I was still not very far from the fitness that got me that 3.14. And in Berlin, I got to 22 miles and just said, nope, it can't, I'm not yeah. doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Don't like it. Don't want to do it. 
Yeah, just need to talk about logically. That's not ideal. No, because four miles is still quite far if you think he thinks like that. That's right. It's four miles, it's about 16 kilometres. I don't know the maths, but it felt like. Yeah, just something like that. I bet it felt like another 16 kilometres. It really did. It felt like another 36 kilometres. Yeah, I guess. I mean, people always talk about that bit hitting you. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, obviously, the rewards for pushing yourself through moments like that are considerable, I think, psychologically. Yeah. Even with the half marathon, I had a sense of having achieved something that I didn't necessarily think was going to... Well, I thought I'd finished the race, but I didn't... You didn't know how yeah. tough he was going to be. No. Yeah. And yeah. although it was tough, uh, I mean, yeah, any time in life that you, you take something on... Uh, not 100% sure that you can do it, obviously. It feels it's good, good to try it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, it's like that excellent David Bowie video about how to be an artist. You've always got to look for the things you're uncomfortable doing. Yeah. Do them. Yeah, I think that's very true. Someone said uh, the author's best book is always the one that embarrasses him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, or some words that I found, I think that's... Or maybe it doesn't embarrass you retrospectively, but the book that you're slightly dreading it as you write it. So I think, I think that's probably quite a good... And as someone who writes books, how does it... In, and in terms of stamina, what's your writing... How do you sit down to write and how hard do you find that particular... Well, it's quite... I mean... Yeah, I suppose one thing... By the way, how are you doing for time here, as in the actual time? Have you got, have you got, got a bit of means of measuring it? Now? Yeah, we, it is, um, uh, we've been running for about 35 minutes and it's coming out to quarter to four. Yeah, not bad. So... Uh, yeah, so, so you can probably get a novel in before tea is always. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to show up at 4.50, but I think I'm, uh, I'm looking pretty comfortable. Yeah, how, how sweaty are you allowed to be at the show? Well, yeah, I think, I think I'll be sort of, if not uh, formally requested to shower, I think it'll at least be expected of me by some With Edinburgh, you know, hopefully you'll just get rinsed on the way by the That's weather. That's true. And it's the stand as well, which is a sweatier place at the best of times, so yes. I'll, I'll be in good company there. Yeah. Um, By claim. Oh, can you, you that? just get tired? Right. <laughs> fair enough. It's a fair enough comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are running in a bucket. You were waving your arms around and <laughs> she came down. Cyclists have been known to get uh, quite a lot more forceful than that about the idea of bike. Yeah, yeah. Fair to say. Yeah. And they've struggled hard for it, haven't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, in a way writing a book suits me in a similar sort of way to running. There's something about the. Uh, it is an act of stamina, but I quite, I quite like that. I think. I think it seems to be you've got a natural affinity for stamina bubbling yeah. away somewhere. Yeah, you'd have to. I'd have to uh, probably look at myself and say, stamina's not one of my shortcomings. These guys yeah. are fantastic, by the I know, way. I've seen them. I can't, I can't I know. Keep going. Hi, guys. No, <laughs> more or less. Not this time. It's, it's, um, so there's a little oh, guy and a, and a child. So there's probably grandfather and grandson. I think it was grandfather and grandson. There's really a determined good. heart beating within that gentle demeanour of the Watson, isn't there? Uh, yeah, if there's one thing I have got in my. Uh, I, in my pros uh, list, if I was a sort of a, like a fantasy football uh, or something, it's top trumps. It's what? just basically yeah, stamina. Twenty. Yes. Well, it's just determination. I think a lot of uh, tenacity. Tenacity is a good word. A lot of writing a book is just uh, getting to the point, maybe a couple of months in, where you think actually this is rubbish, and then. Uh, there could be quite a few of those points over yeah. like a year or a couple of years of writing. You just have to keep dragging yourself. Yeah. It's a bit like being a good um, sports person in a solo sports game where you have to be winning when you're losing. Exactly. When you're on the back foot, you're still exactly. fighting. You, 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 find a way, you find a way to win. You're or if not to win, to finish. you find a way to come back from those setbacks. Quite. Yeah. yeah. The older I get, the more convinced I am uh, of what people always say, that it's about how you respond to failure and defeat rather than trying to avoid failure and defeat in the yeah, first yeah. place. Not always easy to do, but... And what Steve Martin says, which is very subtle, but absolutely great, and born standing up, realising it, um, and he realised it kind of quite far into his career, but before he became the Led Zeppelin, the stand-up, you know, he said, 
took me ages to realise that, you know, everyone's playing for the great gigs, and if you're any good, you have these amazing gigs. But the real trick for being a comic is to cons- consistently have good gigs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Shall we stop here by the ice cream van? Yeah. I'm not saying we should have one. So how long does it take you to write a novel, then? It normally is about... Um, how, do you know how far that was? Yeah, I'll tell you. You tell us the novel, and Intriguing. I'll do the stamps. Um, well, I, it normally takes about... Um, the first draft will maybe be like in six or nine months or something. Yeah. Say nine months is a good estimate, yeah. about the same time as making a, a baby, but a very d- different, different process. Yeah, very different. Um, well, certainly the inception. Yeah, def- definitely. Um, yeah. Three and a half miles that was. Right. Half miles, yeah. Uh, so a reasonable pace as well, I think. Three and a half miles, 35 minutes is nice. That's nice, isn't it? It's yeah. about, five, about 5Ks, I suppose you. Yeah, that's right. Call that. A yeah. good 5K. Oh, it's a lovely run as Cheers, well. Cheers, mate. Yeah, it's nice. really good fun. <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Get.